I am your host, Samantha P. Laguerre, and welcome back to another episode. Kingdom Citizens. <laughs> Welcome back. I hope you all enjoyed the two episodes that were posted last month. We had the first episode of the year and we had the reflections episode where I got to reflect on the last five years of podcasting and being the host of the Being One podcast. I guess I'll just go straight into the episode. Well, before I go into the episode, I do want to mention this. It is February. We are in the first week of February. I feel like I should mention that although I'm so excited for 2024 and I'm so excited about all that's to take place this year, I did feel that January almost, you know when people say that they'll start the year but it doesn't feel like the year has started? I would admit that that's kind of how I was feeling in a sense like January really didn't didn't feel like the new year and I was going to mention that in the previous episode but I don't believe that it actually came out and the reason why I feel like it's important for me to mention it now is because I believe that there are people who are listening that also feel that way and it's not because you don't want to continue it's I don't even know how to really explain it it's almost like did this year really start and I think the reason why I could say that is because for one I'm used to like doing a vision board or things like that and this time around I did it in December I fasted in December I did all those things in December and it was like early December and so when I came into January I didn't have any of those programs in mind to do because it was already done And so I kind of just started the year with just like how I just been living the last year, right? And so there are also things that I'm used to doing. There's a time I'm used to waking up at. And I found that this last month, I would snooze and I just wasn't waking up when I usually wake up and certain things that I was doing during the day that I don't typically do during the day. And so I've been questioning god about that like what's up with me you know is there something i need to be praying about like is there something that i need to be aware of and the piece that i found is that i'm just flowing you know and it's not because and when i say flowing i don't mean flowing without any boundaries right 
there's already been boundaries. There's already been systems that's been in place. So I did have, you know, certain routines and I had a way in which I was, but it's been like so embedded in me, if that makes sense, where I don't necessarily need to be strict on a schedule to get what I need to get done. Whereas in the past year, I was doing that to myself. And so it's almost like God is like, it's okay, girl, you can rest. (laughs) And it's different from what I've been doing, but I just been resting in that and just being at a place where I'm just at ease and in in flow, um, knowing that I'm still getting what I need to get done, but I also get to like sleep in a little bit more and do these things. And so I mentioned that because maybe you feel like you're in a bit of a hiccup or there's just a way you're used to things being done and it's not being done in that way. And you're almost questioning like, am I okay? Like, it is like, what is going on? And maybe you feel like, man, did my year really start? And now you're looking forward to February to really be the start of your year. And I don't know, I'm still processing. Well, I believe however January panned out, it was supposed to pan out that way. But also looking forward to what February is going to bring and how I'm going to flow in February. I've realized that in order to be at a state of flow and be at peace and enjoy, happy and love, it requires there to be standards and boundaries. And I have in mind like a project, like maybe a science project and there's like a board and maybe like a ball is supposed to be released and it's going to go through like this sort of like cycle on the on the board and in order for that ball to flow freely and get to where it needs to go there has to be boundaries there has to be borders that is almost helping it be guided in a way to keep its flow does that make sense and so what I'm realizing what God has allowed me to do in my own life, he allowed me to create boundaries and have certain standards that has allowed me to be at a place and be in a state where I get to flow and still maintain my peace, my joy, this sense of of loving and being loved. That's what that has allowed me to do. And because I've realized the importance of boundaries and standards and you know, implementing the laws of God and embracing his laws, it's because it allows me to be at a state that I desire to be in, which is that of peace, of love, of joy. So that's that's what I wanted to, to get at. And so let's get into this episode. So typically every year I get on in the beginning of the year and basically state what the word of the year would be last year was suddenly that things would happen suddenly there'll be sudden growth and that it required us to remain at the feet of the father i experienced that last year i can testify that i truly experienced that last year i didn't i don't know if i really had a down pack like that in the beginning of the year but definitely towards the middle and through the end of the year I got to a place where I was able to consistently be at the feet of the Father and truly allowed him to do sudden things, like put myself in a position for sudden things to take place in my life. 
And that required me to be devoted. And I saw it. And so I can testify that suddenly definitely did occur. And my prayer is that you also have that same testimony. The following year was there is more. And I spoke about how in order for there to be more, in order for God to add more to our lives, it requires us to have systems that he's not going to put things on us that we don't have room for. And I was saying that in order to make space for more, we must create systems. And so it's implementing better habits and good habits and making that easy, making that where it's now on autopilot in our lives. We don't have to think about it. We don't have to make certain decisions daily anymore because we've already thought about it prior to, we've already planned for it. So when the time comes, we've already decided this is what we're going to do. So it's we're able to flow easier and then he's able to add more to us because we have space for it. And so that was what that year was about. And again, like I can testify that's exactly what happened. I started to create systems for my life and been able to implement good habits and better habits that now comes it's just now like I'm on autopilot. Like I just do it and don't realize that I'm doing good habits, that I have good habits, I guess. Um, I don't really have to think about it because it's just automatic for me now. And that's just really the grace of God. I'm, I'm grateful. And I do hope that as you are here and you're listening, I really pray and hope that you're implementing what I share because it's been working for me. So I know that God is not a respecter of man. So it must work for you too. Now, last year I talked about things happen suddenly, and if you're like me, then last year was a year where you were planting many seeds. You were doing things and you were being consistent. You were doing things that no one else knows about, but you know what you've been doing. You know the work that you've been putting in. You know that you've been putting in time into your personal development. You've been putting time into your craft. You've been putting time into learning more about God and understanding God and understanding yourself. And no one else knows about it but you, you and God, really, right? And so you know you've been working on being better. You know you've been tithing you know you've been investing you you know what you've been doing and I'm here to remind you that do not get weary in doing good this is something that I had to keep reminding myself last year because it's easy and it's tempting to just not do it anymore especially when no one knows you're doing it in the first place maybe you don't feel like you're getting the instant results that you think you're supposed to get and so it's like I mean, nobody's going to know if I stopped doing it because I didn't even tell anybody I was doing this in the first place. (laughs) But no, do not get weary in doing good because in due time, you will reap a harvest. This year, I believe that you will begin to harvest what you have been planting and what you have planted in 2023. So the time that you've been putting in, the time that you have put in in 2023, the seed that you planted, you are going to reap that harvest and to some that is a joyous message right like you're excited like man I've been putting in work so I get to reap that this year that is exciting for others of you it's like okay what was I really doing now here's the thing is that all of us are always planting seeds all of us are always like we're always doing something 
my thing is that even our habits that seed like that's something that you're doing and whatever you you constantly do you're gonna reap the results right you're gonna see it's either gonna be good consequences or bad consequences however you perceive them to be but there there's always gonna be results for your actions right and so if you're doing good things then you know you're gonna get good things if you're doing bad things then you're gonna get the bad things right like you have to when you get certain results you have to look back and say okay but what did I do prior to and obviously that doesn't go for every situation every situation is different but in terms of you reap what you sow I definitely stand behind that you definitely reap what you sow you have to really be intentional about the things that you are sowing I remember Apostle Chris at Kingdom Reign Ministries he said you guys are complaining well this is in my own words this is how I received it right don't complain about things arriving late don't complain about things not being on time when you constantly show up late (laughs) you're literally reaping what you have sown so you keep showing up to church late you keep showing up to school late you keep showing up to in places late don't be surprised when the things that you're expecting are showing up late and coming (laughs) coming late you're weeping what you've sown and that stood with me and I think I heard that in what 2019 and I'm like whoa there and it puts things in perspective and reminds me that I must always be intentional with my time I must always be intentional with what I do and it doesn't mean that I always have to be doing something necessarily but if I decide I'm going to take this time to rest then I understand that I'm resting because I'm looking to maybe recharge myself right and so that might be necessary again it's all about being intentional about where you're sowing and what you're sowing so that you almost know what you're expecting to receive now again when it comes to terms of our expectation in in scriptures it says that God will do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ever ask or think according to the power that is at work in us and so even though we understand that there are things that we've been doing and we are excited about reaping that harvest I know that there is something that I'm expecting but I'm excited about that even what I think I may be expecting is nothing compared to all that God is about to get ready to do and I think that makes me even more excited because I can have an idea of how much I'm about to harvest, but my idea of what I'm about to harvest is so small considering what God has in mind for me to harvest this year. I say all that to say that the word or phrase or idea that we should keep in mind this year, which I believe is the word of the year for us, the podcast, the Kingdom Citizens, is listen and obey. It is so crucial that we truly tune our ears to the voice of God, hear him and obey. It's going to be so crucial for our harvest. How I'm saying it is that we're going to begin to experience little nudges and like we're going to hear little things and instead of questioning it instead of wondering what does this mean how do I go about it how do I we just gotta just do it we just have to just obey and sometimes it's easier said than done in my experience and so 
honestly, this is going to be a challenge because I don't know if you're like me, but I, I love like making the right decision. I feel like, and, and, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? Like maybe I'm trying to justify myself, but I'm, I'm the type of person that I need to do my due diligence before I make a decision. I need to do my due diligence before I, you know, decide on what it is that I'm going to do or where I'm going to go. So sometimes when things come up unexpectedly for me, I may seem indecisive. And majority of the time I am indecisive because I didn't expect this and I didn't have time to think about it. I didn't have time to research about it. And now I have to make a decision about it. And I don't know if the decision I make is going to be the best decision because I haven't done my due diligence. Do you understand? So what I'm getting is that you have to trust that you, in a sense, have done your due diligence by being and continually being at the feet of the Father, that he has given you the instructions, that he has given you the wisdom, that he has given you the understanding. So when things come up unexpectedly and he tells you to do certain things or he, he's given you certain nudges, it's because you've been prepared for it. You've already done your due diligence. You can just go ahead and decide. You can just go ahead and accept. You can just go ahead and do it. Just obey, right? Like, don't think too deeply about it. Don't think about the how, the why, the what. Just just do it. That's what I'm getting. I'm also reminded of the parable where Jesus was talking about the weeds that were planted with the wheat. And let me go ahead and find that to read to you all. Matthew 13 in the Amplified Version, verse 24, it states, Jesus gave them another parable to consider, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a man who sowed good seed in his field. But while his men were sleeping, his enemy came and sowed weeds resembling wheat among the wheat and went away. So when the plants sprouted and formed grain, the weeds appeared also. The servants of the owner came to him and said, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? Then how does it have weeds in it? He replied to them, An enemy has done this. The servants asked him, Then do you want us to go and pull them out? But he said, no, because as you pull out the weeds, you may uproot the wheat with them. Let them grow together until the harvest. And at harvest time, I will tell the reapers, first gather the weeds and tie them in bundles to be burned, but gather the wheat into my barn. Now, the reason why the scripture came to mind is because there was wheat. There were good seeds that were sown and the results of those seeds were wheat but among the wheats were also weeds because bad seeds were sown and it resulted in weeds right now i'm saying that this year we're going to reap a harvest that the seeds that were sown last year you're going to see the results of them this year it's going to be ready for you to harvest them but in order for us to truly see the manifestation of what was planted last year it's going to require certain divine instructions. That means it's going to require instructions from God. It is not something that you yourself is going to know how to do it. That is why it is important that you listen and obey. In the parable, he literally said, I'm going to tell the reapers exactly what to do. I'm going to tell them what they must first do. 
And not only are they supposed to gather the weeds, they need they must tie it, bundle them, and then put them to be burned. So there are specific instructions that must be adhered to before you can enjoy the harvest, okay? So that's why it's important that we listen and obey. Listen and obey all year. You feel a nudge that is God. You have to believe that it is God that is nudging you to do certain things. And if you have not been at the feet of the Father, if you have not been growing in your relationship with him and you're not comfortable, then this is the time for you to begin to start planting and and sowing those seeds and spending that time and being intentional with your time but for those of us who have been intentional for those of us who have been growing for those of us who has seen the growth and we've been evolving it's like we know like this is god this is god this is god right certain things start happening in your life certain people start to show up and you start getting certain confirmations and you're like okay this is god now We're confident about these things now because we've been experiencing it. And now this year, it's like, listen, when he says something, you must hear him and obey. It is going to be crucial for you to see that manifestation and for you to receive it in that state of flow and peace and joy, right? Because if you just go out, like the harvest is there, right? I'm going back to the parable. It's there. And they could have easily just not have um, adhered to the instructions and just did what they thought was necessary to do. But then what would have happened, it says that, do you want us to just go and pull them out? And he says, no, because if you pull out the weeds, then you might uproot the wheat with them. So God sees what we cannot see. He knows what we do not know. He, he has the bigger picture. He knows the bigger picture. We can only see from our own lens. We can only see from our perspective. So if we go out willy-nilly, we start seeing, you know, fruits and we start seeing harvest and we start seeing opportunities present themselves before us. We cannot just be like, okay, like I was looking for something. So here it must be this. We must listen and obey. There's an opportunity that comes up and God's like, and you know, it's a great opportunity, right? You're like, oh my gosh, that looks great. Like that would really put me out there. That would be this. And and God's just like, no, you have to listen and obey. That's him saying, no, that's a weed. That's not a wheat. That's a weed. You go, you go over there. It looks like it looks like it, but you don't realize you going there. You're almost creating an obstacle for yourself because now you tie up yourself over there when something else was going to be presented before you. Now you're not available for it. And it was through this door that certain things were going to happen. So now you spend time over here. Now you go back and you're like, okay, now what? And it's like, well, dang you. Okay, so now you have to wait. And I've mentioned this in a previous episode about how we don't have much time. You understand? We don't get time back. So every decision that we make, every direction that we go into, we must make sure that it is a decision, it is a direction that we are being led to. Just go with it. Just obey. He knows what he's doing. He's as interested in us reaping our harvest and us enjoying the fruit of our harvest just as much as we are ready to receive and to enjoy. So listen and obey. Listen and obey because God is going to be giving us divine instructions. He's going to be very specific 
with what he needs us to do with our time, with our resources, with our devotion time. It may seem odd, like I ain't never done it this way before. I never thought about it this way before. I never thought to give that way before. I never thought to give that much before. But just listen and obey. That is what I got. That is what I sensed um, at the end of last year as I was fasting. That in 2024, like, it started then, even going into the new year, it's all about listen and obey. Like, mark that and let that be at the forefront of your mind. You hear it, obey. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Don't let nothing stop you. Don't let nothing hinder you. And here's the thing that I want you to just be aware of. When you go with the mindset that I'm going to listen and obey God, I'm going to listen and obey that if I I get a sense I'm supposed to do this thing, I get a sense of I'm just going to do it. Understand that distractions are going to come. Like distractions are going to come. They're going to come and present themselves. And and here's the thing too, because as you're reaping your harvest, as you're like gathering and you're enjoying the fruit of your harvest, you're still planting seeds. The, the seeds planting never stops. We're always going to continue to reap what we sow. So if distractions come and you find yourself being distracted by the distractions, again, those are seeds being sown. You're sowing seeds into distraction. So then when obstacles pop up on your journey and more distractions pop up you have to understand that it's because you gave your time to distractions so although we are expecting to enjoy the fruit of our harvest this year it doesn't mean that we stop being intentional with our time it doesn't mean that we stop being intentional with what we're doing in the seeds that we're planting it's like two in one thing right and again it goes back to listen and obey but i'm just letting you know be aware of the distractions And my prayer is that God will give us discernment to discern when something is being presented in front of us that is a distraction. When opportunities are being presented in front of us that are distractions. When people are presenting themselves in front of us and being a distraction. And not just new people, but people that have already been presently in our lives. They're going to start coming up with certain things and wanting you to do certain things and bringing up certain ideas to distract you. Understand that they are being a vessel of the enemy to distract you. It is a test. Do not be distracted. Know where you are going. Now, I don't know if you're like me, but even when I think about the direction in which I am headed, this journey of mine, I have a sense of where I'm going. And when I say a sense, I mean, you know, like when you're in a car and like the the window of the car, it can be foggy, like certain times, like the weather will like make it foggy and you can't really see what is in front of you, right? That's kind of how the sense of the direction where God is taking me, that's kind of how that is for me. Like, it's just like, I have an idea of where I'm going, but how I'm seeing it is like very foggy. But I have, like, I, I can see there's a car in front of me, right? Like, I can see something is coming up. It is not that clear, but it's clear enough for me to have faith to continue to go that direction. Do you understand? Or to have faith to say, I see this thing. Now, as the window begins to clear up, you start to be more confident in what you see, right? You were a little like, I mean, I think I see this. 
I see some sort of object. So you know there's an object there. But you weren't too sure. You couldn't bet your life on it because the window wasn't clear. And that's kind of how it is for me and I'm sure for many of you all where it's like I have an idea of the direction God is trying to take me. I have an idea of the vision. Like I I have a vision in mind. It's not as clear as I would like it to be, but at least I have something to hold on to. Now, that vision that you have, that clarity that you have, even the fogginess of the window, that's still clarity. That's still something that you have, right? It may not be 100% clear, but that's as clear as it can get right now on your journey. That's going to be tested. And people are going to come in your life and opportunities are going to come in your life to distract you from that thing that you see in front of you. And you have to be so confident that I don't know what you're telling me. I don't know what you're trying to convince me to do. But I know what I know what I know. And what I know is that I do see something ahead. And it might not be 100% clear, but it is something that is worth me pursuing. Because if I can see it, if I can see something Right. If I have some sort of clarity, that means that as I continue to journey, it will become clearer. Do you understand? And you just have to have faith in God that everything is working out together for my good, that God has a purpose for me. He has a plan for me, a plan to prosper me and not to harm me. So the thing that I'm seeing, although not 100 percent clear, is that plan, is that purpose to prosper me and not to harm me. And so nothing can distract me. Nothing can turn my eyes away from the thing that's in front of me. Right. It's going to require that in order to listen and obey, you have to stay in your own lane. You really have to be about your business. You really have to be about your father's business this year to truly enjoy the fruit of your harvest while still being intentional about the seeds that you're sowing. You have to know that it is personal, that it is spiritual. And I'm thinking about this sermon that I preached and ministered at the bridge at Bethany Church and I'm going to actually include that link in the show notes. I preached that message in December and I was talking about Hannah and I got that message and that message came from the depths of my soul. And as I delivered that message, I felt like that message, it was like it was impregnated in me for me to then give birth to it. And because I gave birth to it, it's almost like it's in my hands. That message is like... It became a part of me, almost. And so I say all that to say that there are certain things that you can no longer wait for other people to hop on board about. You have to see this thing, this thing that you have a sense of clarity about, that it is personal to you, and that you cannot let nothing, no one, nobody distract you or get your eyes off of that thing that is in front of you god placed it there for a reason he put it in your mind for a reason he allowed you to see something for a reason because here's the reality although you don't see it 100 but you have an idea there are a lot of people out here that don't have nothing what they like what what thing what do you see what do you mean that they, they don't see anything themselves So you can't expect someone who don't see nothing themselves to be on board about what you have going on. 
to be on board about you trying to hear God and obey what it is that he said, even though it makes no sense. They're not on board with that. They're going to be confused. They're going to doubt you. They're going to they're going to bring up their own drama and, and confusion. And, and But you have to be like, yo, this, this ain't got nothing to do with you because this is all about me. It's all about what God has shown me. And I have an episode and it says you're being selfish. And I encourage you to listen to it because I, I can go so much into all these different things. But I'm reminded that I've already spoken about it. And so I'm going to encourage you to go listen to you're being selfish so you can understand what to do in those situations. But all in all, it's going to require that you listen and obey this year. And if you want more about obedience, the reason for obedience, why obedience is beautiful, I will encourage you to listen to Just Obey and Beauty in Obedience. God has given us specific instructions. I don't know where you are in your journey, but for me, I don't get it all at the same time. I just have to here, I hear one thing and I just have to kind of just go with it and trust that it's all working for my good, right? And I've gotten to a place where I can see the ending before I even embark in the beginning, if that makes sense. Like, in the ending that I see, I don't know what what's going to come out of it. But what I do know is that everything is working out together for my good, and I know that God has a plan to prosper me, not to harm me. So whatever is being presented before me, if it is God that is saying me to do something, then I know that it's a part of his plan that is supposed to prosper me. So that's the mindset that I have now where I don't know everything. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to go with this. I don't know what's going to come out of this. But what I do know is that everything's working out together for my good. What I do know is that he has a plan to prosper me, not to harm me. And that's the plan that I'm living in right now. And more things come up and more things will come up. And it's all to prosper me because it's all part of a bigger picture. But in order for, for those things to be fulfilled, it requires that I, I heed to his instructions. It, it requires that I listen. Listening is so important. And here's the thing. Anything that you feel and you know that would obstruct you from hearing God in this season and in this year, I I implore you to rid yourself of these distractions. Anything that would mess up the frequency to hear God, I implore you to rid yourself of these distractions. I think we know what those things may be. I think we know who those people may be. You know when you get around certain people, it's like, I don't really never hear God. Like, I I feel like I'm apart from God when I'm around these people. Although God is within you, it's like you're almost muting him because these people are louder. You're giving these people more space in your life than God. So then you have to mute God to fit in with this crowd and fit in with these people. I implore you to rid yourselves of these people. Certain shows that you watch that you're like, Like, I feel far from God when I watch these souls, although God is within you. So that means that you're literally muting him to enjoy whatever it is that you're watching. Like, I implore you, rid yourself of these things because it is important that we are able to hear him. It is important that we're able to listen to him. It is important because how can you obey something How can you obey instructions that you did not even hear? How? And I'm not talking to people who don't know. I'm talking to you who do know. Like, you do know there are certain things that you know. I don't have to even list things out, and I won't list things out because it's personal. There may be things that I personally 
can't do or, or do because I know that I don't want to hinder that communication that I have with God. But it might not be that deep for you because it don't require all that for you for where you are. And that's okay. And that's why I said it's personal. So you know those things. You know what it is that you shouldn't be doing. You know what you feel like it, it, it hinders you from just being at that place where you can constantly hear God. And again, I implore you, like, don't do that to yourself. There's no time to be wasted this year. Listen and obey. But make sure that you're at a place where you can truly hear him. Because it don't make no sense to say listen and obey, but you can't hear God. His instructions are vital. Because just like in the parable, there were specific instructions. You can't go before God. You can't go after him. You have to be in tune with what he's doing now. What he's saying now. Have a sense of urgency. That's all I have to share, guys. It's time to enjoy the fruit of our labor. But don't forget, don't get weary in doing good. Keep doing good. Right? Just keep doing good. Like, just keep doing good because good will always come back. Good is always going to come back because you're doing good. All right. I love you, but Jesus loves you so, 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 so much. Be blessed, be blessed, be blessed.